When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. He's the voice of sport in New Zealand. Nothing gets past Smithy. This is Mornings with Ian Smith on SCNZ. Sports. No joke. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From Wimbledon to the Astrodome. We like sports and we don't care who knows. I will never get it. I don't think anyone outside of the US can get it. Every time I'm in the US, there's a mass shooting at a school or a workplace, and that shit happens all the time. But you get the same excuses all the time. You know, it's just like guns don't kill people. People kill people. <laughs> You're going, yeah, with, with guns. <laughs> Speeds the whole process up. Well, what are you going to do next? You're going to ban baseball bats? Because you can kill someone with a baseball bat. (laughs) Yeah, you can. Uh, You find me someone who can walk into a school and kill 27 people with a baseball bat in 12 minutes, I'll show you someone who should be playing professional baseball. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. Love it. Absolutely love it. Good morning uh, to Jeremy Elwood. Thank you very much for joining the show this morning. Uh, and I take it as a result of that baseball uh, quip there, uh, you don't mind the game. This is an exciting time of the year for you, baseball playoffs. It is. I'll tell you what, Smithy, it's, um, it's been the, my saving grace during Auckland's lockdown is that there's baseball on every day. So it gives me, that's like three three to four hours of the day that I don't have to worry about the rest of the world. Yeah, it's playoff season at the moment. So it's, uh, it's the business end of the uh, incredibly long baseball season. And they tell me you absolutely love the Dodgers. <laughs> Look, I'm a, uh, I'm a Los Angeles Angels fan. So at the moment, and, and the Angels suck. Um, so we're out of the playoffs at the moment, my team. Uh, so at the moment, I'm just backing anyone who's taken on our crosstown rivals, the Dodgers. So uh, at the moment, it's the San Francisco Giants. Bring it on. I've never known a sport which has uh, had so many crosstown rivalries, I don't think. I mean, there are uh, American sporters littered with it. Uh, but baseball in particular brings out some of the greatest yarns and, and uh, superstitions of all time. It's an amazing sport for that. It's, um, I mean, there's an old saying, which is uh, you can't help but be romantic about baseball. And I think part of it is, um, I mean, you'll know that's from your cricketing days, right? There's, there's so much of the game where nothing actually happens. So you've got, you know, the fans and the players and the managers, everyone gets involved in the, in the minutiae of the game, the statistics, the stories, the, uh, the legends. It's, uh, it's a fantastic game for that. Okay, so you're Canadian-born, so that's uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm not sure 
uh, whether you're Toronto-based or not. But then you're raised a, a lot of your life in the UK. So where, do, where does the love of baseball come from? I think it does come from my very early days. I mean, I played uh, Little League Baseball when I when I was in Canada. Um, and I left Canada when I was, I was seven, but I played when I was a very young kid. And um, and yeah, Toronto. Obviously, I was I was actually living in Canada when they won back to back World Series in the nineties. Um, so it's just sort of stuck with me as a game, um, partially because it ruined me for any other game. Um, I was terrible at cricket because I had no idea of how to play a defensive shot because uh, it just doesn't exist <laughs> in baseball. You know, you either leave it or you swing. So um, <laughs> I was hopeless at that. Uh, so yeah, the game sort of stuck with me. And then I came back to it uh, maybe a decade ago, uh, firstly, because they started playing a lot more of it on New Zealand or television that you could access in New Zealand. Um, and I also uh, spent a bit of time in Los Angeles and in Anaheim um, for Disneyland, I'll be honest, uh, but got to a couple of games over there. And um, it's just a, it's a spectacle as a game. I mean, they call Major League Baseball the show, and that's exactly what it is. When you throw in the fireworks and the national anthems and the singing it, halfway through the seventh inning and uh yeah it's uh they, they put on a real show jeremy this is a quite a, a serious question because all of a sudden i've just discovered you partook in something which i'm fascinated by uh because there's been a lot of exposure out of it on uh, american television we've been watching coming in on sky of little league baseball and uh, now yeah. in this country of course if, if you're a little uh, play little people sport as such uh we're not, we're starting to not even keep the score uh, we, we really don't know whether we're winning or losing as long as we're having fun. That is not Little League that, that I'm watching. Tell us a wee bit about Little League Baseball. Well, you're exactly right. I mean, Little League is is just that. It's baseball for, for, for young kids. And I guess it may be a grassroots level. It, it's it's still it's a little bit Wheatbix triathlon. You know, people get along and they just you get a certificate for taking part. But in, in the U.S., I mean, they had this Little League World Series that you may have seen, which is on television quite recently, mm. which is huge. You know, it's it's a national competition and they it's broadcast ESPN, the whole camera crew, everyone's there um, and they take it seriously. I guess maybe because, you know, some of these Little League players are going to go on to to earn something that even I as a fan can admit, which is far too much money for playing what is essentially a kid's game. Um, you know, they can make millions and millions of dollars. So, yeah, they take it, as, as the Americans tend to do, uh, take things pretty seriously. Uh, I think even the parents more so than some of the kids, yeah. to be fair. I mean, I think the kids are, are still trying to have an element of fun, but you look at the crowd from time to time and it doesn't appear that the parents are having that much fun. No, look, I think, I mean, I think you have to admit that's a problem in a lot of sport, right, is the the parents are kind of, they're, they're maybe living out their own failed dreams. Um, I mean, you can go to the sidelines of any kind of rugby game in small town New Zealand and, you, and you'll see those parents are out there. Um, but again, in baseball, it's the fact that, you know, it's it's not just winning a game that's on the line, it's potentially... It's potentially your ticket to a university, to college, to uh, to, to serious money. Um and yeah, I mean that's that's the problem, isn't it? When um, I often think parents should be banned from kids' sport, you know, just let the kids play and uh, leave the parents out of it. But uh, no, you're always going to have those those dads, particularly on the sidelines, who are thinking, well, you know, if I'd had my chance 20 years ago, I could I could be doing something other than selling dishwashers. Hell of a job, a baseball umpire, <laughs> mate. Hell of a job. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I think that's a hell of a job at any level. Yeah. You're on, you're on to it there. Hey, lo uh, locally, of course, and one of my former bosses was uh, 
John Follett, who was the CEO of Sky right. Sport for a long time, and uh, he's a Diamondback, an Arizona Diamondback, uh, yep. but he's also an Auckland Tuatara man as well. Uh, he's uh, been behind the scenes there. Uh, you're involved there? I've I've sort of been involved. Yeah, I've done some ground announcing for them and uh, and some media stuff uh, going right back to when they started, um, which is what three years ago now. Um, yeah, they're in this unfortunate position. They're a bit like the Warriors. They, um, you know, they play in the Australian League, which uh, which means with the travel restrictions, they had to make a choice last year of of whether to basically spend all the money they had to move the whole team to Australia full time, um, and they decided not to do that. But uh, yeah, hopefully when things get back to normal, the Tuatara, they play out of um, North Harbour Stadium and uh, if people are around and uh, want to get along, it's uh, it's a real Kiwi version of the of, of the big American, you know, um, experience. <laughs> you can still buy a hot dog, but at the same time, it's, um, you know, it's a little stadium on the North Shore of Auckland, but it's a lot of fun to get along to. So, uh, Jeremy, uh, where did you get your love of comedy then? Um, that I sort of fell into that, I suppose. Um, I didn't really have a lot of other options. Um, comedy just kind of found me in a weird way. And uh, and it's been doing all right for me for the last, well, I was going to say for the last 25 years, but the last two years have been a little mm. difficult. Um, it's, uh, mm. it's kind of hard to go out and perform in front of crowds of people when you're not allowed to have crowds of people. Yeah. That is that is absolutely true. Do you have a website, uh, a, a contact, or anything like that? Because yeah. uh, I think we're all in dire need, dire need of some fun, mate. Yeah, look, you can find me just on jeremyelwood.com and uh, there's some stuff. Um, I'm not sure where you got that clip that you just played before me, but I appreciate you playing mm. it. Um, I've got some stuff on YouTube and out there, but yeah, jeremyelwood.com if you hit that up, and I'm on you know Twitter and Facebook and all of that nonsense as well. We got that from the Comedy Hall of Fame, mate. It's right up there. Don't you worry oh, about fantastic. that. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that's um, good to know. Yeah, great. Where, where, can we, where can we see you next, perhaps? Perhaps. Well, that, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, look, in theory, I'm going to be in New Plymouth at, at the beginning of November. Um, and then when things, if things open up in Auckland, I'm, I'll, I'll pop up around the scene. But, yeah, you'll find the dates on that website. And, uh but it, it, we're really in a wait and see mode at the moment, mate. It's um, it's it's yeah. waiting to find out when we can go to a venue and and when we do, how many people are allowed to come and see me. I've been playing small truth, crowds mate, my whole career, it? so that's not a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. Uh, me too. I, I can I can vouch for that. I was playing socially distanced venues before it was trendy. It's uh, that's that's just the, the nature of it. <laughs> You're a, you're a character, man. I love, I, thanks very much uh, for the opportunity to meet you. Uh, and hey, thanks for uh, I look forward to find, it, <clears throat> find out a bit more about you, uh, your love for, for, for baseball in particular, and uh, just hang in for Mike Trout and those uh, Angels, mate. Just hang in there. Hang next in there, year. son. Next year's uh, our year. Show, show Hayatani yeah. and Mike Trout. We're, we've got the basis. We're, we're on our way. You, you should be a Warriors fan with your next year quip. <laughs> That's about right, actually, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, mate. Uh, nice to catch up. That's uh, Jeremy Elwood, folks. Uh, um, he's been our Joker of the Week in our segment there. We like to bring that to you on Wednesday mornings and a bit of lighthearted stuff. And uh, just with that little quip that we heard before uh, he came to air with us, he's a funny man. He is a funny man.